Okay, we've got him on the phone right now, and we don't want him to know that we're talking about him too much because we know he's not a fan. <laughs> Connor Bedard, two-time world junior champion and captain of the Regina Pats. Connor, how's it going? Good. How are you guys? Good. Doing great. So you tear it up at the World Juniors, Connor, and then you go back to Regina Pats. You have a six-point night in your first appearance back. Uh, I asked you pretty much every game at the World Juniors, so I'll ask you after that game, what was the doodles on your tape job ahead of that performance? <laughs> um, I actually forgot to do one. Is that going to be the new thing now? I don't know. I kind of feel like I'll have to roll with it for a few times and see how I do. But uh, I got to the rink. And I was, like, kind of late, later than I'd like, so I couldn't really think of something when I was resting, so uh, I wasn't late, but, like, later than I'm usually there, I guess, and then, so I just kind of, kind of gassed it, and then I ended up playing well, so I guess we'll see. <laughs> well, you ended up winning two gold medals, though, in the span of a couple of months here for Canada, and I think what was so impressive was, you know, how how much you evolved from the summer tournament into how you played in Halifax. I mean, when you talk about your experience in Halifax, what what sticks out to you? It looked like you were just having the time of your life out there. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think a big big thing that sticks out is, uh, you know, fans and, and that sort of thing. Obviously, it was a little different with COVID the year before, and then, uh, you know, summer's a little different too, so uh, to have that and um, you know, for it to be sold out every game was pretty nuts, and um, you know that's something that you know I think we'll all, we'll all remember for a while. Yeah, did you see the video? So I handed you the microphone after the game, and then you gave me this great line like "back to back, baby, Halifax, best city in the world." You were so hyped, you blew out the microphone. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think I didn't think I was that loud, but I saw it. It's kind of funny. Yeah, what did you think of the city in general? Had you been out east before? I've never been to like the Maritimes at all, and. Uh, so that was my first time. We went to, obviously, Moncton and uh, Halifax, and we were in St. Andrews for a bit. So kind of got to explore it a bit. And, uh, you know, it was obviously you know, really beautiful out there. We went kind of by the water and uh, uh, out in Halifax. And, you know, there's there's so much uh, to look at and everything. So uh, it was a really nice city. And, um, you know, obviously with uh, the people there seemed to be, you know, pretty into it. And uh, it was obviously a cool place to have it. Your parents seem to have gotten a lot of airtime during those Canada game broadcasts. Did they become like mini celebrities down there when they were out in the public? Did people come up to them and be like, oh, you're Connor Bedard's father? Did any of that happen to them? Uh, my dad at the rink would, but not really my mom or sister, I don't think. But maybe maybe a few times with my dad. He said he got a lot, and, uh, you know, I think he was kind of calling his 15 minutes of fame, so uh, he enjoyed it, but, um, you know, I mean, I think when, obviously it was his birthday there, and I was kind of kind of throwing him under the bus on, on the, you know, interviews and whatnot, so I think people kind of picked up on it and, uh, you know, kind of recognized it a little. Okay, we have to clear the air about that one interview. I was listening to Dylan Gunther on another podcast, and they were they were kind of chirping you about semen sauce in that one interview. But I was standing there, and I know what was actually happening. You were eating chirps as the Slovakian team was walking by, and they were distracting you while you were trying to get interviewed. Like, do you want to clear the air on that at all? Uh, yeah, I, mean, I answer the first question. I mean, when you're in a game, too, you're like, you know, when you're doing yeah, it, tough. you're not probably thinking as much about what you're saying, but uh, yeah, then it seemed like, well, I guess, and, you know, but, I mean, I wanted to say something to them, but then, you know, you're on, you're on camera or whatever, so I, was, I didn't know what happened. I was kind of just looking at them and, uh, you know, figure out what, what the question was there for a sec, so, yeah, I definitely looked like an idiot, but uh, in the moment, it, was, it wasn't as bad, I guess. 
Did you see it after and get a laugh out of it? Yeah, it was pretty funny. Um, some, of the, some of the guys were giving it to me about it, so I was good. Uh, we're in conversation with uh, Connor Bedard, two-time world junior gold medalist and the presumptive number one pick in the draft this year. And, Connor, I mean, after the tournament that you just had, everyone's trying to come up with a player comparison for you. But, you know, you're, you're kind of a mix of a few different guys here and, and you know, a little bit of a, a different beast. Is there someone, though, that you feel like you've tried to model your game after or different parts of, of players' games that you've tried to, to make part of your own? Yeah, I think, um, you know, not not one player, like you said. I feel like, you know, for me, I, I watch a good amount of hockey, and, uh, you know, I'm trying to pick apart things. Like, you know, Matthew Shaw, for example, is probably some that people would already know. And, you know, I think you watch, like, Kutra off the past or obviously McDavid McKinnon kind of attack guys. I think you know, there's so many things that you can you can take away from each player. So, uh, you know, for me, I, I've always tried to do that. So you watch a lot of hockey. I'd imagine you kind of track the standings as much as any regular hockey fan does. Do, do you kind of peek a little bit more? Do you find yourself looking at the bottom of the standings just to kind of have an idea of maybe how this lottery might go? Have you tried to tune it out completely? Uh, I mean, I try not to look at all. I don't want to you know, get ahead of myself or anything. I, mean, I still have about 30 games left in our season and uh you know see the nhl's got got a lot left so uh you know for me i'm still trying to you know prove myself and um you know but but that's still still pretty far away so i try to you know focus on on you know my own team and and what we're doing here so you mentioned you got you know a few more games left or uh, you know a couple more months left here this season with uh, the regina pats and you ended up staying put yesterday in the chl uh, trade deadline i mean how happy are you that you get to remain a regina pat through your entire you know junior career and and get drafted as a regina pat does that mean something to you is, is that is that a special feeling for you uh i mean i haven't thought you know that far down the line if it'll you know i'll probably come back next year or whatnot and uh, but for me, I think it wasn't really uh, you know surprising from from the outside. There's people that you know thought I might get moved or whatever. But uh, you know, my GM didn't didn't want to do that, and you know, personally, I wanted to, to stay as well as you know I've, I've loved it here. And uh, you know, this is where I've been for for my career, and uh, you know, it's been nothing but nothing but uh, you know first class here. So uh, you know, I was I was really happy, and uh, you know, feel water and stuff is good. We've got Connor Bedard on the phone right now, who's noted as one of the biggest team guys around, and you guys seem to have a pretty special group out in Halifax. Uh, I texted one of the guys to see if I could get anything out of them that might get a little bit of a laugh out of you, and all I got, Connor, was that like you're a world-class athlete, but you were getting beaten up in ping pong quite a bit out east. What's the deal with that? That's not true. That's not true at all. I don't know who told you. I was probably a Doc or Del Mastro, but... But that's not true at all. Are you going to reveal your sources, Julia? It was Del Mastro. It <laughs> yeah, was. Yeah. He said he was beating up so, on you, though. No, he probably beat me like twice out of like 10, 15, 10, yeah. 15 games. So, um, no, I'm, I was definitely one of the top 10 top players there. It's an interesting dynamic out there, though, because you guys can't be traded at all during the World Juniors, but a lot of the guys on the team probably knew that they were kind of halfway out the door when they got back to their CHL teams uh, following the tournament. Was there any talk about that at all, or was it just totally dial in on, on the World Juniors? Uh, I mean, there was like a little, like some guys, if, you know, they were on teams that, you know, they, they expected it to or whatever, and other guys would be telling them to come to here or whatever, you know, whatnot, but... Um, you know, with how busy we were, we weren't talking about it too much, but, you know, you definitely joke around about it a little. 
you had a hilarious line about Olin Zellweger in our uh, in our bar down called out about his eating habits and his his fitness. Did you see the? I'm sure you did the crazy trade that went down for him. What would you say to his his new billets who are going to have to feed him? Yeah, I mean uh, it's very expensive. Uh, the guy the guy loves to eat. He uh, he but. But yeah, I mean they're probably they're probably getting used to that now. He's probably talking. He's uh, you know he's probably going to buy his own food sometimes. I hope for their sake. But uh, no, I mean <laughs> he loves it. He's always he's always eating. It feels like uh, you know he's always the last guy at the at the table, or whatever. So it's pretty funny. So a couple of months ago, there's a story going around that when uh, the Regina Pats did a little tour through the WHL and they were going through uh, BC and, and through the Vancouver area, that you were just like the, the games where the Pats were playing were selling out arenas. There's like five or six straight sellouts to come and see you play. Um, you know, what was that like to to know that the support was out there and there's so many people coming to to watch you play? Did you have any type of you know fan interaction also throughout the duration of that road trip? Um, yeah, definitely. You know, saw some fans and like whatnot. If uh, you know, they recognized me or whatever. But um, you know, it was pretty cool for me to you know go back home and and obviously play in, play in my home province. And I've been you know looking forward forward to that since I kind of got in the Western League and. Uh, obviously, to have the <clears throat> the amount of people we did, and um, you know, feel kind of the excitement in every building was uh, was really cool, and you know, our whole group definitely loved it. Okay, you're playing it cool right now, but I can imagine you're just getting hounded left, right, and center because I was watching it happen in Halifax. People were like trying to steal your elbow pads; they wanted sticks. <laughs> they, they were, everybody was looking for an autograph. Have you get gotten any hilarious or or weird requests from from fans as of recently? <laughs> Um, I did, I did get one, I feel like, when I was, when I was there, I can't really remember what it was, but I definitely signed some different things, like some skates and figure skates and, uh, you know, shoes, whatever, but, uh, you know, I find that, find that pretty funny, and, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, there's, there's definitely been some weird ones. So is that what Lodo just like took their shoe off and was like, "Can you sign this, please? It's all I have on me, but I need Connor Bedard's autograph." <laughs> like that actually happened? Yeah, I feel like there's been there's been a few like that kind of or like ah, uh, there's definitely been some really weird ones that I'm not remembering. But uh, no, I mean we had a little signing thing uh, the other day in Regina, and it was on the ice, and you know it was just you know kind of put her foot up, and I didn't really know what what, what she was doing, and then. Uh, you know, next thing you know, I'm signing this, signing this skate, so it's it pretty funny. So there was so much talk about your 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 shot uh, throughout the duration of the World Junior Championships and just how like NHL level it is and uh, how amazing it is and and you know how how much do you work on that shot? Like, how many pucks a day would you say you shoot? Because a little birdie told me that you shoot hundreds of pucks at practice, and then you shoot hundreds of pucks after practice, and then you and your teammate Tanner Howe reportedly leave practice to go and shoot more pucks inside some indoor shooting spot. Like, how many pucks do you say you shoot a day to work on that shot? Yeah, I mean, that's probably pretty exaggerated, I think, with you know, Howie, I saw that interview, that's definitely not what he said at all, so, um, I mean, that's, that's funny, but, no, I mean, I definitely, definitely did a lot of fun, you know, I think if we have an off day, we'll, you know, go, go shoot some, or, you know, obviously, obviously go to a place or something, and, uh, you know, at practice, you're staying on late and whatnot, and, 
Uh, you know, for me, it's something, something I enjoy to do. It's something that, uh, you know, I've always done it since I was a kid. But, you know, when I'm back home, I got a pretty nice setup. And, you know, I'm always always out back there. So uh, it's definitely something I'm doing a lot. But, you know, I couldn't really put a number to it. We're with Connor Bedard right now. And the other thing that I find really entertaining when it comes to first overall draft picks is the uh, names and slogans that people come up with in terms of people tanking for, for you specifically this year. And we, we I'm going to put you on the spot because we had some people uh, text in their their favorite Bedard. Well, Bedard Bowl is one of them. But, okay, here are the options. Which is your favorite? I know, yeah. Okay. Bedard Bowl, bust for Bedard, okay. bail for Bedard. Wait a second. There's there's some more here. Suck hard for Bedard. Lose honor. <laughs> fail for Connor. Dishonor for Connor. Pick your favorite, sir. Um, I've been seeing hard for but hard for Bedard for a while. <laughs> that was pretty funny. But, uh, I mean, there's some good ones there. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> but I'll just stick with that one. It's, it's the one I see the most. Love it. Love it. Well, Connor, we really appreciate taking the time uh, to join us here today. Once again, congratulations on uh, winning gold, and uh, good luck the rest of the way with you and the Pats. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Hopefully we can chat again down the road. There he goes. Connor Bedard, two-time world junior gold medalist, Regina Pats captain, and, uh, well, I think it's safe to say going to be the number one overall draft pick in the 2023 NHL draft. Yeah, he doesn't know if he's going to be back next year. That's what he said. He's like, I don't want to think ahead. I don't know if I'm going to be back or Regina. Oh, it's like, man. Connor, come he's on. He's so humble. It's so, so good. Yeah, I know, I know. And It's like you're, you are going to be in the NHL, and you're going to be lighting it up probably. Like I said before he came on, like there was the discussion was being had on overdrive of whether or not by the end of his rookie year could he infiltrate TSN's top 50 list. Yeah. And... I mean, I don't think that's a stretch. Like, 